Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Today's podcast focuses on creating your own position manuals, but within your position manual, setting it up that it really gets out of your players what you're looking for and fits well with your culture. The basis of what I'm going to be talking about today is from an article that I wrote in 2013, and I'm going to share some of those thoughts and ideas there, but what I really want you to think about is what is our culture in our program And how does my position manual, in my case, I'm going to talk about a quarterback manual, but how does my position manual really bring that out and share those expectations, not only the expectations, but really thinking about the behaviors that you want to get out of your players. So uh, in 2009, I reached out to Darren Slack to work one of his camps, and I had some of Darren's DVDs that he had put together and a ton of his posts on the old coach Huey page, which for a long time was the resource for coaches to share. And so I put it into into a notebook, really, uh, some of his printouts along with my own notes about what he called C4. And I really liked the way that he set up his terminology. He was very good at thinking and being purposeful in, in how he labeled things and how he created created and used acronyms and different things that really help players learn and retain the information that he was teaching. It was a reflection of good teaching, and it clarified many of the conflicting or confusing coaching points I had picked up over the years. And I planned to learn as much as I could about technique with Darren's terminology at, at the camp I was going to be working, and I did exactly like that. And the analogy that Darren likes to use, and it certainly applies, is what it was like drinking out of a fire hose. That two-day camp deeply impacted me as a coach in terms of teaching and using technology and really integrating some of the things that you want out of your players right in directly into your coaching. So the unexpected impact for me really came in the aspect of leadership and character that Darren was teaching. The camp was... More than that of football, football was just his vehicle. And what I left focusing on as much as the technique that I learned was the idea of servant leadership. Uh, Jump ahead to that fall, that was a big part of what our head football coach at Baldwin Wallace believed in, John Snell. And I wanted to make sure that that came through in my quarterback manual as I took on a new position as the quarterback coach there. It's something that became a huge part of my coaching, and I wish that I had seen more. When I was thinking about it, I wish I had seen more in youth sports. At the time, I had a nine-year-old son. He's now in college, and I actually will be traveling to see him play college baseball this weekend and excited about that, but I 
was always frustrated with the showboating and the individualism that was allowed in youth sports. Kids were being outwardly labeled as stars by their coaches to other kids. And I'd see those kids, the stars, pout when they didn't get the ball, when they didn't get a call by an official, or when they were taken out of the game. And those kids, who at this point may have been superior, needed to be taught that their talent needs to be used to serve their teammates rather than the reverse. And, and, and for me, I really saw it as a disturbing trend. And I know we're doing our best as coaches to keep that out of our programs, but I still do see that uh, predominant, really, in youth sports and something that as we look at how we can reach down to the lower levels in our community, I think it's something that we can impact. The other concern that I had is that development camps, much like Darren's, really were threatened by combines and showcases that put emphasis on showing off individual talent. And looking back, this was 2013 when I was writing this article. It certainly has increased in that way even more. And I think there's a place for those. We want our players to get out there and showcase their talents. But it seems that parents, especially of the younger age kids, were spending a ton of money on that and not taking advantage of great opportunities for their sons to learn the lessons that this game teaches from men like Darren Slack, as, as I mentioned in this example. And I know he's not the only one out there. I think there's a lot of great ones out there who do it well. But my point is that it seems to be getting tougher and tougher on those camps that have lasting value for young men. A side note, I was able to be a part of in several times now, actually the last time was last May, of what uh, the, the creator of it us- refers to as the anti-showcase, the anti-camp, right? The typical camp. Uh, he brings together his clients who are NFL coaches, and these guys get out there and work with these kids. And it's not about you know showing them how much you know, or how good you are as those young quarterbacks. For them, it's really about absorbing and developing. And I think we could get back to some of that, especially at the youth level. I think we're going to be in in great shape moving forward. But we have to think about those things, and especially how we can make these kids turn into great servant leaders. I applied a bunch of what I learned that weekend, along with the things I was bringing my, my prior knowledge together into a quarterback manual that reflected it. And again, the, the one of the core values of our culture being servant leadership, I wanted to make sure that that was at the forefront. So uh, it's something that I'll link to where I have this in, in an old article on my old website, actually pages of my PowerPoint. It was a 200-slide PowerPoint. And in it, the entire theme was servant leadership and the entire first section goes into the details of exactly what that is and from that point on it goes into quarterback technique with each aspect of the quarterback's play designed to serve the other positions on the field the first slide was something that I did get directly from Darren and and I saw him share both in writing as well as on some of the DVDs and resources that he had put together and I think the focus gives it something at the beginning that our quarterback really gets the tone of what this is going to be about and the material that they'll see in the entire manual. And 
and how they will be expected to think for their entire career at this point was at Baldwin-Wallace University. So the title of the slide was Being a Baldwin-Wallace Yellow Jacket Quarterback. And again, this was something I borrowed from Darren. It's not about me. It's about the man standing next to me. It's about the team. It's about work before glory and what's inside of me. It's about where I'm going and not forgetting where I've been. It's about taking something I've been given and making something better. It's about having strength to succeed and the courage to fail. I will be defined by what I do when nobody's watching. It doesn't matter what I have done before. It matters what I do today. It doesn't matter where I start. It's how I finish. And I thought that was something very impactful in the way that it started our manual. So that's a very first slide. As I said, this was a PowerPoint, 200 slides. Very first slide that they would see. So then after that, it really goes into the qualities and intangibles that we expect out of our quarterbacks at BW. And this was really a collection of quotes and leadership pieces that I'd taken from a number of different resources. And uh, so it starts with the top of the slide. It says, leading is serving. Do your job in a way that allows all of those around you to excel. And it goes into, and this was all hyperlinked, talks about the qualities of a BW quarterback, the leadership of a BW quarterback, the mindset of a BW quarterback, and then getting it done on the field was the last section that I talked about. And in the slide at the bottom of it has relentless pursuit of excellence. Perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. And that's something from Vince Lombardi. So that's what I wanted our guys to understand. And, and so I'll kind of give an overview of these things. Certainly these go into depth, but that next section in talking about the qualities of a BW quarterback was something that I borrowed from Andrew Coverdale, and he detailed some outstanding coaching points in the areas that I mentioned here for quarterbacks. So he starts with something he found was Walter Camp's definition of a quarterback, which was given in 1893. Uh, very interesting. We talked about our intangibles, the understanding that's necessary for the position, great ball handling and footwork, being a decision maker, and then technical things like body position and making the throw. From there then, the leadership of a quarterback. The template is still that leading is serving slide. And it goes, again, into each of these sections. They're all hyperlinked, but as you go down, this, these are the things that are shared in this section of the manual. The leadership of a BWQB. You must be a leader. Focus will be on you. Leadership equals serving, leader by example, and vocal leader. So each of those sections, then I break out and talk about all of those things. The next section was on mindset and the mindset of a BWQB. Uh, the following slides that I put together there were ideas about at their attitudes that they have to take into their approach in being a quarterback at Baldwin-Wallace. So the mission was of our program to develop the values of integrity, accountability, effort and attitude, family, organization, and leadership in all of our family members. So that was 
what started it. Again, then we went into different things that focused on the mindset. Then we shift the focus in the manual to the technical aspect of it for the quarterbacks, the mechanics, the techniques of playing the position, right? We illustrate those within this part of the manual. Uh, Film use is great, but really there's a lot of things in here that are just pictures or a series of pictures, still shots that give the exact coaching points that I think when you're rolling film through, you lose some of those. And I wanted something that they could look at and make those connections with and retain that information so then when they're looking at film, they can see those things. And I do think in our film-heavy world, we lose some of that. I used to do it all the time. I think still shots are so valuable in teaching players some of those exact coaching points within the progression of a technique or within a progression of a play. So that's what this did in the PowerPoint. Uh, Again, using that same template right at the top, of it was leading is serving and do your job in a way that allows those around you to excel. And it was broken down into seven sections here. And it starts with serving your center, right? That's how the section was titled. It's about stance and exchange, but that's what we wanted to think about. That's how we wanted to frame it for the quarterback that your job. And at this point we were doing, uh, about 50-50 under center, right? That has to be done a certain way. You want that guy to be able to get out and get to his blocks. And if you don't have the right stance, the exchange isn't going well, uh, there's some problems for that center and obviously for the play. But it starts with that quarterback doing things the right way so that in in how we're framing this, he's serving the center. Uh, Then the next section is serving your lineman. And really it's the role of the quarterback in protection. Uh, For us, the quarterback was responsible for sending the protection one way or the other. We did a lot of uh, slide with uh, man on the backside. And we gave uh, a lot of that to the quarterback. Uh, This varied from year to year, but in this particular year, we had an experienced quarterback. He really understood the protection. And that's kind of what we wanted it to be. Now, there were times where that role was maybe focused a little bit more on the center But in general, in the time that I was there, probably only one year when we went with uh, three sophomore quarterbacks in our program, what we had uh, with some senior offensive linemen, that's when we shifted a little bit more to the offensive line. But we wanted those guys to grow into a role where they understood how that protection worked and they were setting up our offensive line for success. The next section is running backs uh, run game mechanics set up under the framework of serving your backs so we want to think about uh, when you're doing this when you you are handling the football uh, for the running back that you know you obviously want to give him it in a way that is uh, very efficient right that he's able to get the ball as and be able to see and have vision of where he's going that you're doing it the right way that you're not blocking enemy of his vision by Uh, Getting in his way, and again, some of this was under center, so that was a little bit different there. But uh, truthfully, it's about giving that guy a clean exchange so he can go and do his job. And in addition to that, uh, being able to carry out great fakes. It's important both in the run game and the pass game. From there, we progressed into pass game mechanics under the section which was serving our receivers. And within here were things where we talked about 
the footwork that was necessary uh, for the right timing, right? For, for us, it was a very calibrated passing system. And in order to, uh, again, get these guys when they were open, uh, to not bring defenders to them, throwing the ball at, at a certain point was very important to us. So it talked about the calibration of our passing with the footwork, eyes, and feet moving through the progression. Uh, passing game mechanic things like things that are going to help their accuracy, things that will help them get the ball out quickly, uh, things that will save your receivers from a big hit because you don't have this long delivery or your eyes aren't fixated on him. So it goes into those things. And then the next section, serving the offensive unit. Defensive identification and decision-making processes. That really is something that worked for us both in the run game and the pass game. We want to ID the mic, right? We have to ID the mic the right way so that our combinations in our zones or the way that we work in our gap schemes are very sound for our offensive line and they're able to have success in what they're doing. And then the last two sections were on drills, which we call practice perfection and grading daily evaluation and, and the daily evaluation was something where we taught them how to grade their own film we wanted them and all the things where we talked about serving your team in the sections above we wanted those things to be on uh, on a piece of of paper that or something they could print out or something they could write in their notebook and every single day be able to evaluate those things now i do want to dig into and give some examples to make this more tangible from each of those sections where we talked about serving a, a particular position on the team. So the first one we did ha have was the stance and exchange, which we called serving your center. And the overview we have of it was proper stance, hand placement, and body action on the snap will allow you to begin to execute a perfect play and allows the center the best opportunity to get into his block as quickly as possible. Right. Going back to the idea that it's not about me. Right. My doing my job is going to serve my center. So that section breaks down into stance exchange and uh, goes into the details of that. And then I mentioned serving your lineman was the next section. And the overview of that first slide was understanding of protection and proper execution of your assignment in protection serves to allow our offensive line to excel in their assignments so we can move the chains and score. Uh, progressing on to the backs, serving the backs. Proper mechanics and footwork in the running game serves the backs by allowing them to see their running lanes and giving our offense a balance because the consistency takes away the keys from the defense, right? When you look at uh, any of the great systems out there, they're trying to do everything to make run and play action look the same. So that that defense really at times is going to get frozen and it opens up uh, opportunities. So within here, we cover in the different sections, the, the quarterback as a blocker, right? And really, we didn't want our guy out there hitting people. The idea is that if he's doing something with his actions where he pulls at least one defender away or causes that defender to hesitate in a way that he is out of the play, he's blocking that defender so we talk about that and emphasize that first obviously we go into the mechanics of the handoff uh, the toss we talk about run game footwork and play action mechanics here as well uh, we get into running the ball when you run the ball right how do you serve the team when you run the ball and we get into just some of the things we expect out of him 
as a ball carrier if he does get the opportunity. Looking at the section that we call serving and receivers, we talk about some of the mechanics and footwork again. Proper mechanics, footwork, timing allows receivers to be successful because we're putting them in a position to win. So we talk about throwing mechanics. We talk about ball placement, very important in a lot of the things we're doing here. We really, within what we're trying to do with our receivers in the passing game, had the, a principle of we wanted uh, them to get their body between the defender and where the ball is going. So if that ball was going over the top, we wanted to get that defender stacked. Uh, if that ball was going inside of them, we wanted that defender to be on the back side of them, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, ball placement being very important. Some of our pass game rules and the different types of throws that we wanted to teach them, teaching them that it's not all about throwing everything you know, 80 miles an hour to a receiver, uh, that sometimes it's touch, uh, et cetera. And then looking at serving the whole offense. And the overview of this section is proper attitude, understanding of our opponent, and a clear, concise mental approach to executing plays allows you to serve the offensive unit so that we can make first downs and touchdowns. And again, the section there breaks down into attitude, defensive identification, coverage identification, and the decision-making process. And we really put an emphasis on all of those things, a big part of what we worked into our practice, into our drills, making sure that the communication when we're IDing the defense was very good. I'm, you know, I think back to our first days in camp and especially with the newer quarterbacks. You know, we assign somebody to be up by the line of scrimmage and listening. Is he communicating clearly? Is he communicating the right thing? Right. We had those young quarterbacks who maybe were timid, uh, didn't enunciate everything that they wanted to. And we would have to coach them up on those things. Again, we're serving the offense. And we emphasize that. We'd always talk about everything you do is serving somebody else at, on the team. So at no point in that 200-slide quarterback manual is the quarterback even given the slightest hint that the team is there to serve him. The lesson on leadership and coaching points for both on and off the field performance indicate that his role is to serve others. And it's an important lesson that we carried out with our quarterbacks and that their success as leaders of men, both on and off the field, really could be developed here in what we were doing. Obviously, we want this to go beyond football. And it helped fulfill the vision of our program that our players become champions in life and football. So uh, I thought that was uh, something that was very useful to us in thinking not just how am I going to slap down all the technical things that this guy has to learn, but he has to understand exactly why we're doing those. And in terms of what I said, being important to us, that servant leadership, that he is there to serve the team. And so our, our head coach, John Snell, did love that and you know really wanted other guys to think about things in that way as well and what they could put in their position manuals to really bring out that servant leadership again which was a, a pillar of our program so you know maybe that's not exactly yours but what can you do to really put that culture into the technical side of things how can you integrate those things so that they work together because I guarantee when you're able to do that that stuff is going to stick a lot better it's going to stick in their memory when they they know what they're accountable for and why they're accountable for it, right? For us, again, as I said, 
it was the idea of serving others. So uh, an idea there for you. I will put the link to that in the show notes. There's some other great things uh, on that old website I have uh, where I shared something I had from Jim Zorn that went into some of the things that went into the attitude and a lot of the servant leadership stuff that we were teaching our quarterbacks as well. Uh, So there's some gems there hidden on that website. Uh, There are a lot of of uh, dead links now this, you know some of the places where I was directing to like uh, American Football Monthly or USA Football don't have those articles up anymore uh, I'm working to get some of those and believe me there's a lot of them over the years onto coachingcoordinator.com and, and so some of those will be appearing there soon especially the ones that link to nothing I'm going to try to to get those there and link this old website back over to it but as I said you could see all the slides from from this that organize it not every slide just the organization slides that i talked about today so hopefully that was something useful to you i'd love to hear about how you organize your position manual i'm always looking at different ways to do things and obviously share that with you our listeners dm me at coach k grabowski or email me keith at coachingcoordinator.com to share some of those ideas and follow all we're doing on coachandcoordinator.com